The following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about them, Cowboys? Yeah! Field, exploding down the sideline. This is Hanging with the Boys, presented by Wingstop, where flavor gets its wings. Now, your hosts, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon Gross. It is Thursday. It's like Post hump day of the week. Post hump day. It's a live look at the Tostitos <laughs> Championship Plaza outside of front of the Ford Center. Where the, the temperature right now is currently 63 degrees, high of 67, low of 53. It was a little misty out there this morning mm-hmm. that we've moved from the tip of the tree. You see the decorations being put all out there. Again, big, nobody big does. Big Christmas coming. When is it? What is, uh, November. Tomorrow is tomorrow. the first one. Oh, it's really tomorrow? Wow. What, yes. About Christmas? The spectacular. Yeah. The, yeah, the, they started the, it earlier this year, didn't they? Christmas yeah. extravaganza. It's on that sign right there. So this kind of like the 30 days before Christmas of my true love came to me? I, I guess. Yeah. Wow. It's more like 45 or something like that. <laughs> yeah, 45 <laughs> days of Christmas. <laughs> Wow. The Dallas Cowboys get ready to take on the Carolina Panthers this Sun. Oh, this. Oh, I, I miss everything. Come on now. Man. Come on now. I'm that not going to lie to you. That ain't you, man. That ain't you, Jeff. What's wrong? You did throw me off. That is Kurt. He is Nate. I am Zaddy Holly in the back is Chris Bean. We do not have Shannon today. He got another wild hair up his button to right. go off somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But together we make hanging with the boys. The sports talk comes on the braille. People feel yeah. these cowboys when they run over folks. <laughs> he speaks. Each and every day, our segment, our show, is brought to you by Wingstop, where flavor gets his wings. Cook's going to catch for 195,000, 100,000 yards. Cowboys get ready to take on the Carolina Panthers. They're practicing. Keep our fingers crossed now. It's Thursday. It's Thursday. They're practicing. They're running around outside. <laughs> we know on Thursdays, things don't, don't do that, actually man. go well for the Cowboys don't when they that, actually man. practice. Oh. Yeah, get the hot towel so out. Let's keep, our, let's keep our fingers <laughs> crossed that everything goes well today at practice. Take on the Carolina Panthers this Sunday, 12 noon. I like noon games. Don't know about you guys. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love me a good yeah. noon game. I love them. I, I love I me love a good them, noon man. game, man. Get home early. Get it in, get it out. Mm-hmm. For I'm real. Let me tell you something. It's not – and uh, – I didn't too much uh, like them when we I first came to the Cowboys because they like, hey, noon games, you know, you're not winners. You're not the previous years. You haven't proven to be a winner, so they're not mm. going. They're going to put you on at twelve. That was the punishment. You know, you had to earn the right to be on Monday night, uh, the new Thursday night thing. Now, you know, everybody gets to be on it regardless because the <laughs> other owners are mad because only four teams was getting on. You know what I'm saying? But I'm telling you something, man. I, I, I love them new. I'm with you, Jess. And they, oh, man, you you get through at three. You be home by five. You man. be in the local whatever I don't know. by 730. I'll be in the local house. <laughs> Not me. I, was, I used to be in the local whatever, the local speakeasy, baby. Man, I'm looking at yeah. your, your 1989 schedule. You had 11 games at noon. That, <laughs> that will tell you how sorry we were. 11 games. We were sorry, sorry. And they had how many games? Us in Detroit 40, used to be battling. 16, they were... 
Us in Detroit used to be battling for the 12 o'clock <laughs> prime time. Game of the sorry week. The Cowboys oh, versus Actually, Detroit. 12 of them were noon. <laughs> Ah, we were bad, bad, man. man. Only thing we had going for us was the Thanksgiving game. They probably threw that at 12, too. (laughs) If they could, they probably would. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, Talk a little bit about. Okay. The Panthers offense. Yes, sir. The Cowboys defense. What side of the ball do you guys want to start on? Uh is there anything to talk about the Panthers' offense? Yes, a it is. Bit. They okay. got some players now. A little bit. All right, tell me who and those I'm, are. I'm going to ask Jess, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to conversate with Jess here for a minute, Kurt. All right, I'll take uh, a nap over here. And, and just I want, I want you to give me an A, B, or C grade on the player as I ask you offensively. Okay. You know, starting with Chuba. Uh, Chuba Chuba Hubbard? Chuba Give me your grade on it. <sighs> Oklahoma State kid. Oklahoma State kid. You know they saw they signed Miles Sanders in the offseason to yeah. a, a nice little deal, and he was supposed to be the guy. But Chuber has been kind of the, the workhorse for them lately. I, I mean, I'll give him a C. Okay. A, now he's a he's a tough runner. Like he's yes, he's he a tough, hard nosed runner. You're gonna have to bring you know you're gonna have to bring the force to bring him down. Miles not, Sanders, a, since you brought him up, what's your grade on him? Um, because I, mean, I mean he's a free agent. What? Three years, four years, twenty-five mil. Yeah, and what? What's your grade on how you feel about? Yeah, I mean, I'll give him a C minus because yeah. you were you were brought in to be the guy. Yeah, you, yes. you were brought in for Philadelphia to be the guy, and you haven't you haven't done that for this football team, and and we'll get more into that when you talk about Bryce yeah. Young, because you know he's young, he's a rookie. Right. I personally don't think they surrounded Bryce with enough. Right. Mm-hmm. And you can see you can see the effects of it. In the way that he plays, him his game is hurried. We'll get more into that. But what yeah. about give me give me give me your take on Adam Thielen? He's got sixty eight catches, well over five hundred yards, right? Yeah, Adam's a first down machine, but he's mm-hmm. long in the tooth. Um, really good route runner. Um, really good route runner. Um, yeah, see, see, you see the one wow. guy that worries you. I wouldn't say worry, mm-hmm. right? Because. He can run routes. He can get open, but there's nothing explosive about Adam Thielen. Um, he kind of gives you the he he kind of gives you the slow. He beats you with yeah. the slow man type situation. Right, right. Like sometimes as an athlete, you're ready to you're ready to jump the gun for a fast athlete and be twitchy and all that. And he just kind of he Jason Witten's you a little bit. He just slow mans you to death. <laughs> And you think you got him, and then he's stop. like, no, stop. for real. You, stop, stop. You, you, you think you got him, wit. and he's like, uh-huh. you ain't got to use wit like uh-huh. that, man. And he's open. He's, open. he's slow man you to death. So, I, I mean. Okay, DJ Chalk, who's supposed to be that guy now. He's supposed to be he that guy. He ain't. He was supposed to be. You in church the same way church look like. He ain't. He ain't. And church, was yeah, church with him in Jacksonville? Yeah, he like, man, he say one game he'll flash, and then like four games he'll be like, like you just said, he ain't. But now. I, let me say this. Let me ask you one more, two more. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensive line as a whole. I don't do individual offensive line. Offensive line as a whole, Severe, mm-hmm. like severely disappointing. They got a top mm-hmm. ten pick in there. They got some veteran guys in there. Their center is really suspect. I mean, they, they don't. This offense as a whole, nothing get nothing is above a C. Right. right. Nothing. Wow. Nothing ranked, is ranked like now, 26th by let, yeah, let, let me give you my take on the quarterback and then you give me your okay. take. I feel so bad for this kid who 
when you are a top flight player in college who was surrounded by a lot of talent, he had more talent surrounded by him in college than he does now in the mm-hmm. pros. And for you not to understand who he is, and I think they tried offensive line-wise to help him, but like you said, they're, they're, they're not – they're just disappointed. Mm-hmm. But this kid, when I, when I see him drop back and relax, he's, he's nice. But, mm-hmm. man, I've seen him take some hits, Jesse. I've seen him hurried up and speed it up. And this kid – I just wish he had North Turner. I, re- I wish this kid – had our old offensive coordinator, North Turner. And North would look at this offensive line, and it may not get much better, but it would be functional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I think Coach Wright is his name. Yeah, Frank Wright. Yeah. Coach Wright is trying, but it is not clicking. This team looked. One minute they could like four plays they could, they they remind me of DJ Chalk four plays they like wow 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 then like for twenty plays they it, this kid is getting just hammered and and to your point and Kurt you put a you put a great stat into uh, from one of our listeners Michael Moore talking about with uh, Carolina head coach now taking the head coaching duties back Frank Wright mm-hmm. um, had now taken back yeah. the the play calling duties for the Carolina Panthers. And I agree with you, Nate. It, it, it's one of those things where they do Bryce Young a disservice. One, they don't have a good enough running game for a Thank quarterback. Thank you. And, and 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 I know they try to you know bring in Hayden Hurst, and but for a for a rookie quarterback who is small in stature, and to your point, one of the things I was thinking about when I was watching the film, I was like, boy, his calling card at Alabama was his. Mobility, his elusiveness, and then he had really good timing and slash accuracy. But that's easy when you're at Alabama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's easy when you're at Alabama and and no one has the ability to hurry you, to rush you, to truly put pressure on you, you know, until you play the Georgias of the world. But there's only one Georgia. Yeah. Right. Right. So for the most part, you kind of had your way with how you wanted to operate in the pocket and how you wanted to operate and do things. And it's now in the league when you take all of that comfort of being surrounded by the best of the best. You see this kid. He looks he looks hurried. There are moments in time where he looks like he's in control and they'll run the football and they'll kind of get some rhythm with it. Then they'll, all of a sudden they'll just let him pass the ball. For seven or eight times, yeah. and then it looks crazy again. Yes, there, yes. there is there, there is a lack from the coaching staff, in my opinion. There is a lack of consistency in protecting this kid while he's learning the game. Mm. It's it's we've fallen so far into the mix of these quarterbacks have to go and be ready right now, and because we are in a passing league, and because we always trying to keep up the score and try to do things you you you're now the tone is being set for this kid to do something that he is not developed enough to do and then the players that you have around him aren't explosive enough to do it yeah. and the offensive line aren't able to protect him at a rate that you want to throw the football yeah. So it, it just leaves this kid in a pretty a pretty pretty bad hole because was he seen as a as a running quarterback? Because I thought he was coming out, but looking at his stats, he has the same number of yards. That He's one hundred thirty one rushing yards. Yeah, same as yeah. Dak. So it's I I was surprised that he wasn't 
running more, I guess. The the thing that I wish that uh and and, and I don't know if Jesse said it or somebody said it how stubborn coaches mm-hmm. it ain't about stubborn now you stupid no i'm i'm serious when you cannot the only film you have as a coach on this kid is the sec films that was the way they played the better right. teams right in the sec what made him successful against people of his talent are better what made him successful and for you not to go to that at all costs, I would not wreck my young number one pick quarterback. I would wreck my offensive line. Hey, y'all either going to run block better or y'all going to just get beat up along with, this, with these two or three or four running backs. I have me four running backs, two monstrous tight ends, and we and we going to protect this kid until we can get somebody out, outside to help. That's the only way you do it. Because not to do it like that is what the Cowboys is going to do to these guys as soon as they get down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like, you know, we hear so much debate about Young and Stroud, C.J. Stroud, the Texans quarterback, but it sounds like Stroud just got more talent around him. That's really the big big difference there? I think his coaching is better. His coaching? I yes. Think, I think what D'Amico Ryan decided to do with C.J. Stroud is, is kind of bring him along and then allow the defense to kind of, you know, hold the fort down and okay. then protect him. And then as the season b- began to grow, you saw C.J. Stroud grow. And, and you because you what you don't, I don't want to throw the entire playbook at him. I want to give mm-hmm. him some of the playbook. And when I felt like he's owned that portion of the playbook, okay, we'll add a little bit more into him. Because there's like right now when you when you pick number one and number two in the draft, the expectations, the reason why the expectations. Um, are so low because you were like Nate said, they had twelve noon games. Yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah. you know why? Because <laughs> yeah. they were a bad football team. Yeah, there wasn't much you. expectations uh, put on that team. And and the Panthers and 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 the the Texans, there weren't. There's not much expectation put on them. But now you start to see C.J. Stroud exceed expectations, mm-hmm. and, and now growing a buzz and is playing a, a good brand of football. But this kid. This, it's about to get ugly for him. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Um, they can't. They can't keep up the score with the Cowboys. And if 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 you get down too much, you then automatically put this kid in a one dimensional type situation. And now they don't have they don't have the line. They don't have the athletes that are going to be able to keep up with what the Cowboys um, are going to be able to throw at them. Fifteen TDs. Two interceptions, only been sacked 19 times. It, it, for the other, I'm talking about CJ Stroud. The mm-hmm. other kid, man, has been sacked 10 more times, 20. So, you know, just add two pressures onto each one of these sacks. Mm-hmm. You know, they pressured him at least two more mm-hmm. times per sack. And, and, and this kid, I, I, I don't understand. Uh, and I, Jesse, I wouldn't know how to handle this. Uh, Kurt, I wouldn't know how to handle this. But I was a, if I was a head coach, I would just tell my owner, I said, it's, it's, it's two ways, sir, we can handle this. You know, and I would go to my, my guy, uh, general manager, and say, look here. And head of scouting, Will McClay. Will, let's go in here with a, game, with a together game plan. We either draft and build a team from the inside out offensively and defensively, and we'll find the quarterback when we find him. 
or if we get this quarterback and we franchise and make this our number one pick, I'm talking getting a number one or number two pick, we got to go into free agency and get every offensive lineman that's available. We have to do this. Because to do it any other way is a disaster for the franchise. Now, if they ruin this kid, if he get hit enough and get beat up enough, he's not going to recover. And, uh, you know, people say, well, he's young. 80 sacks don't let you recover. <laughs> yeah, 150 <laughs> hits don't let you recover. Yeah. So just much like the kid in, in Chicago. Is oh, he getting feels. better? He's seemed not like, getting it. It seemed like last year he was starting to make strides, but this year it's yes, it's- Yes. And, and to your point, Nate, I mean, they tried. You look at their right, their right tackle moment, mm-hmm. second-round pick. Um, they brought in uh, uh, Colbert. He's an, he was uh, he was he was brought in from the Rams. Mm-hmm. Bozeman was brought in from Baltimore to center. Uh, Zavila Chandler mm-hmm. Zavila, right? He was a fourth round pick, and then uh, Ekwanu Ekwanu was a first round pick. I so they be, try, but th- this offensive run line, has, and that's the thing they they failed you for the most part at protecting him. But you have to just say, you know what, if we're going to be bad, I'm going to run this ball so much because I want to protect that asset. Mm-hmm. And as he begins to grow, because you get a cat hit 80 times, you, you start getting <laughs> right. You, you you start getting one of the car boys. Right, you know right, what I mean? Right. Uh, 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 yeah, man. You, you get shell-shocked. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and this is a little dude. This like ain't Bryce, no big dude, Bryce, man. Bryce, Bryce, Bryce Young yeah. ain't no big. He's a 5'9", five, 5'10", five, dude. He's a little dude. And you, you're talking about getting hit consistently over and over and over again. You you break him physically and you break him mentally because guys start now, they start having the yips and start thinking about, man, that next hit really might put me down. It might put me out. So yeah. this this football team right now uh, as a unit is, is overall bad. And the Cowboys should do what we saw them do a week ago. We'll talk more about this game on the other side of this break. We'll go into Cowboys defensively. Micah Parsons was a little bit upset at what the way things happened last week. Is this a get-back game for him? Um, will this Carolina offense try to throw the kitchen sink at the Cowboys? What should they be prepared for playing against a team that has nothing to lose and everything to gain with Frank Wright back at uh, calling the place. This is Hanging with the Boys. We'll be right back on the other side of this break. Stay here with us. Fall is here, and that means football is back, bringing all the delicious game day foods with it. As you prep for all the big games, tailgates, and watch parties, let Yokiero be your one-stop destination for all things home gating. Yokiero's fresh, flavorful, ready-to-serve guacamole made with real Hass avocados will score taste bud touchdowns as you cheer on the Cowboys. Yokiero's wide range of mouthwatering and versatile products can be found in your local grocery store's produce or deli section. Grab some today. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with pregame sideline access and photo ops with current players, cheerleaders, and Cowboy legends. You want to stay at a team hotel, attend the best tailgate party in Texas, tour the star, and talk X's and O's with me, Everson Walls? With Star Sports Tours, you can. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. SeatGeek has your back no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. 
So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't really care fan, a we got them next time fan or we'll never win again fan, a here for the tailgate fan or a first one through the gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier too. So whether you're a here every week fan or haven't been here in years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection. And sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop Ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back to hanging with the boys. Welcome back to hanging with the boys on this ep- Thursday episode as we continue to break down Cowboys versus Panthers. Another one of the get right games of the week. It's very rare. I'm, I'm, I, I still scratch my head to, to, to see back to back games like this in the season. And, and, and of course, you never know who's going to come out to be what we thought the Giants were going to be. At least I did. Thought the Giants were going to be a better football team than what yeah. they were this year. And, you know, we knew that the Panthers weren't going to be good. But when you go back to back and you go, boy, um, preseason game number four, and now you're walking into preseason game number five. The, the Cowboys took care of business last week, putting up 49 points. They owe you 51 points still, Nate. Yes, they do. You wanted your 100. Um and you see them, you, you saw the areas where they got right. The running game seemed like it got going. The passing game, Brandon Cooks, it got going. The defense continued on. It's kind of tear you three sack, five sack, four was it five sacks? Yeah. From the, from the Cowboys sack. defense? Zero from their offense. The one person who, who, who wasn't in the mix on the stat sheet at all was Micah Parsons. And, and there's been chirpings happening whether it's in the building or social media about maybe there's some frustration building there with Micah Parsons and some of these games you know honestly when you when you when you're blowing teams out I mean there's this is how many times have you seen a season where almost college like where guys are sitting out in the fourth quarter yeah. this is like yeah. two or three times this year the Cowboys have mm-hmm. had had fourth quarters where their starters have been Relegated to ball caps and sunflower seeds. Yeah. Uh, that's that's really unheard of in a season yeah. to, to happen. Maybe once, yeah. but we're talking about two or three times yeah, this has is. happened for the Cowboys. And so is that is that a good thing? Does that help you prepare you for the Eagles of the world? When you're just blowing guys out and resting in the fourth? You know what see back in the day we didn't have as many players or the practice squads or the practices wasn't uh so when you played and you did all the practicing all week you didn't you didn't you weren't coming out of the game mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and the money wasn't as large so you was always on the on, on on the stage trying to prove yourself we weren't coming out the game so 
That was just the old school. Now, the new school, I'm quite sure if teams if teams had the luxury of how we've had it, this has been a luxury. Yeah. Like you say, two or three times? And honestly, uh, I don't know, Kurt, if it's a – if it's a good thing or a bad thing, I mean, I think it's a good thing because you're putting away a team that you're supposed to put away, yeah. right? You're not having to go down to the wire or play guys an extended amount of time um, because this team shouldn't be on the same field with you. I will say, in this particular instance, it it may be a good thing because the Cowboys had guys that were able to rest in the fourth quarter, the entire fourth quarter last week. Hmm. We're hoping that this week you have another group of guys that are rest for the entire fourth quarter because you're now facing that gauntlet of t- uh, uh, in your schedule where you're playing Thursday you're playing Sunday, Thursday, Thursday. Yeah. So if you're if you can find some <clears throat> way to get guys some rest because those days and those nights are coming pretty quick in these next couple of weeks and it has always been that way for the Cowboys. So uh, the overall arching I don't know. Right? Yeah. I don't know. You blowing guys out, cool, but I don't know. But in this instance, I think it's a good thing because the legs of you know, there's that I know it's just it's 15 minutes of actual time, yeah. but it's really like that's a that could be another 20 to 25 plays, if if not more, that a defensive a def- defensive player or offensive player has to play, and if those guys aren't doing it, this that's that's less beating and bruising and wear and tear on the body that you can hope that will save their legs a little bit more going forward. But I don't know. I don't know. That's always going to be the question I think we ask from now on yeah. is I think everything it help- that we do. I think it helps you. I think it helps my right tackle. And I think it helps Tony Pollard. Guys that need a little boost. Yeah. The Mozzie yeah. Smiths of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps them greatly. I help mm-hmm. because – Anytime you're a big guy, you don't have to be out there on that turf, pounding your feet into the ground. Into the ground, I think that helps. And I just want to see uh, if Tony cannot play as much. You know, people like give him more. You know, a lot of people give give him more. No, give him less, but give him the right things. The mm-hmm. outside zone, like we talked about, the uh, the screen plays, which we don't run. Uh, this, this, the pat, you know, the swing, swing the ball out of the backfield, get him in the open space, and because I think Tony still got it, and I think now that we have found some type of success, and this is what bothers you the most, is, you know, we we we're excited, we we see that the offensive line is starting to get some continuity, things are moving, but I'm hoping they're moving in the right direction to face the big challenges. It is it does it does us no good to pound these teams that we're supposed to beat and find continuity only when the struggle comes against uh, Seattle because I'm I'm not giving Washington no love until they show me you know mm-hmm. so uh, to to not have the struggle and what I mean by that not handle the struggle. Okay, are we gonna run the ball the same thirty times? And yes, we may come out three point nine, but we run it that thirty times for one hundred and twenty yards, ugly yards, tough yards, using both backs, and we come up with the big play with CD over the top to win the game. But we've ran that ball with enough conviction that we kept them at pay at bay. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. Now I'm saying okay. 
this is our fifth game we've won in a row, or this is our fourth game we've won in a row. Now when Philly come, now you can compete. Now you really can compete. Now when you go in there, you know you've played a, a, a team that got you right. See, I, I'm loving that we playing Seattle first. And I, and I got that correct. We playing Seattle correct. first. Yeah. And now a physical team, a well-coached team, a team that will be fi- over 500, a rat, at, a rat on 500, but they are physical and they are well-coached. So when we go to Philly, you know, now oh, when Philly come to us, come on. It's time to ball, man, because your confidence is so great and you've been through enough adversity as a team together and you've handled it right. That's why I keep saying win, win, win. Fight through the adversity. This is – I don't want to dog Carolina because I like – the only reason I'm not going to dog Carolina is because I like the quarterback. And Mm -hmm. I think he's getting treated unfairly. You know, but that's the nature of the beast. But if Bryce don't play – we should just beat the. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll get Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, you'll you get watch Andy, out. You'll get Andy Dalton. But Andy ain't gonna hold that ball. Andy gonna be, I don't, if I'm Andy, I don't see this enough. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, for the Cowboys, it, it, it looks like uh, again, and and I brought it up before we went to the break about a guy like Micah, who yeah, I think this might be another one of those games where Micah are coming out with bad intentions. He wants to come out and prove something, right. and I, I don't. I don't mind a player having a little bit of a, a hedge there. A little. I, I don't yeah. mind it. Yeah. I don't mind it as long as you're disciplined in what you're doing. I, I don't mind you wanting to have the edge. But again, and Nate, you were making the point about this the other day. Don't don't allow what you want to do to override what the coach is asking you to do for the right. betterment of the team. Right. Yeah. This is this is Can't that fundamental selfish. this is that fundamental balance of what do I want for me personally and what you're asking me to do um as a whole for the team. Because sometimes sometimes what is being asked of you yeah. may not always feel like what's best for you. And that sometimes can be and, – and, 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 and nothing against Micah. He's a super competitive kid. Still young, still trying to figure out and understand the game. And he gets in the – sometimes you can get into these moments where things are happening and they're happening in succession and you're not a part of it. You're not a part of the face of it. But when, when you click on the film, you go, oh, okay, cool. Fowler was able to get this sack because two people went to you. Mm-hmm. So-and-so was able to get this sack because the way that you closed down that edge or the way that you did this or, or, or that ball had to you know, bounce back the other way and was tackled for a loss because you filled the hole. It's, you don't get the glory of it, right? Because you know, it reminds me when you, when you go down, when you, when you play the L5 and the R5 and, on, on kickoff, you don't get much glory. You don't get glory. Literally, your job is to be the first one down there to smash the wedge and to make the ball bounce. And who knows who gets the glory? R3, L3, <laughs> R4, L4. They get to make the tackles. Yeah. Right? And, 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 and they get to get up and the ch- crowd cheers and everybody's happy. And you, but you know, and especially in coach know, they were able to do their job because you hit the wedge the way it was supposed to be hit. You ain't going to get the glory and you're going to get the headache. <laughs> but for the betterment of the team, it all worked out for the greater good. Yeah. And that's what kind of Micah kind of has to get sometimes. He has to understand that. Have you, have you ever been in situations, because I know you you played that L5 and all, didn't you, during 
your career on special teams. Mm-hmm. Did you get into situations where you were like, man, at least come film day, coach is going to see me, and I'm going to do good, and then they just blow right through? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it happens. It happens, but I will always think if I got a job. If I do, if I do a job right, I, I get I get a job. So, all right, let's take our final break of the show. When we come back, man, we're going to put a bow on this Cowboys-Panthers matchup this weekend, add a little thing that we may have, add some stats, add some facts. Uh, maybe we have a, a question or two from uh, one of our uh, loyal listeners. You can check that, Kurt, in the break. Stop. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the break. This is what the boys will be right back. I'm Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys. And they snap it to Prescott, who looks right. It's not there. He escapes left. He'll run for a first down. Just like football, when it comes to crypto, it's important to have a team you can trust. With blockchain.com, I know I'm in good hands. Since 2011, they've been trusted by millions around the world to buy, sell, and trade cryptocurrency. Prescott's going to run this himself. Run it up the middle, and he scores. Whether you're new to crypto or an active trader, they've got you covered. What are you waiting for? Get started at blockchain.com. How's Wingstop sound? Crispy, juicy, classic wings. Made to order, cooked to perfection, and sauced and tossed in those 11 soul-satisfying flavors. Paired with hand-cut seasoned fries, house-made honey mustard, blue cheese, or signature Wingstop Ranch. And, of course, spicy Cajun fried corn. I think you've heard enough. Get your flavor delivered at Wingstop.com. SeatGeek has your back, no matter what kind of Cowboys fan you are. So whether you're a diehard fan or a don't-really-care fan, a we-got-em-next-time fan or we'll-never-win-again fan, a here-for-the-tailgate fan or a first-one-through-the-gates fan, SeatGeek not only makes buying and selling tickets easier than ever before, they made just about everything else easier, too. So whether you're a here-every-week fan or haven't-been-here-in-years fan, SeatGeek has you covered. Download the SeatGeek app today. SeatGeek, your ticket to great Dallas Cowboys seats. James right here, your 2022 Dallas Cowboys fan of the year. You know how much I love my Cowboys, and I am thrilled to be talking to you about the 2023 Fan of the Year Award presented by Captain Morgan. We're looking for the ultimate Cowboys fan to spice up the game. That means you eat, sleep, and breathe the Dallas Cowboys. If that's you, or if you know someone like me, then go to DallasCowboys.com slash Fan of the Year, and you could win tickets to Super Bowl 58 and so much more. Enter today. Back to Hanging with the Boys. Welcome back to Hanging with the Boys. We don't have Shannon today, but that's okay. We got Kurt, we got Nate, we got Chris Beam in the back. That last segment was brought to you by Blockchain, blockchain. blockchain.com. This segment is brought to you by Jigsaw, the official dating app of the Dallas Cowboys. baby. Jigsaw. (laughs) Jigsaw. You can't miss their truck. They got the Jigsaw truck out there. You 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 pocket Jesse's spot, Mr. Jigsaw. They did one time. (laughs) They did. They was in a spot. I couldn't find a parking spot. But hey, they... They pay the bills. They pay the bills. So yeah. I found I found somewhere else to park. I park <laughs> underneath. Um, Cowboys, Carolina Panthers. This is uh, for all intents and purposes. This is preseason game number five. The Cowboys. Preseason th- this, game number five. Yeah, this yeah is, I'm with you. Or six after six, last week. Yeah. 
Oh, this is no. We had three preseason oh, games, three, right? Yeah, we had three yeah, preseason yeah, games. Yeah. So that was last week was four. four. This week is five. <laughs> well, the first yeah, when the New York Giants first time, you right? <laughs> oh, yeah, this might this might be okay, six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Jets. Yeah, we don't have like seven, eight preseason. It's been a lot. There's yeah. been a lot. But wow, you know, in this in these opportunities, I, I thought I thought the I thought Mike McCarthy did some good things last weekend, saying, you know what? Here's an opportunity for us to get better in a certain area. And we saw the running game kind of get going. We saw Brandon Cooks um, kind of get going. Kurt, is there an area that you can look at offensively, defensively, special teams that you could say, you know what, I kind of want to see the Cowboys can work on this a little bit uh, in this preseason game number five? Well, it's, again, it's probably the easy choice, but the running game, you know, I'd like to see more Dowdle and not, not take the place of Pollard, but just more balance. You know, right now I think it's, and it's like 75%, 25% plays, you know, snaps. I would like to see that a little bit more even. Like It seems like, you know, last year was pound Zeke up the middle, first down, pound up the second down, take him off the field, here comes Pollard for the sweep around the edge. Well, right. Now you're seeing Pollard get those banging his head up the middle, and here comes Dado for the, you know. <laughs> I would like to see a little bit more balance in how they use those two guys. Nate, same question to you. I, I, would, like to, I would like for us to uh, – like we like we were fortunate enough to have man to man coverage for Cook last week and we saw them uh prosper. I would like to see our tight ends block better mm-hmm. and our tackles block better to get Tony to the outside. To get to, because I, I'm looking at you looking at a guy who ain't never was a lead back and you literally taking him like Zeke and running him straight up the middle and they don't understand it's a knack to that. Mm-hmm. It's a knack to that. Zeke has been – this is what, Zeke ninth year in the league? Yeah. So, how do you last that long doing what Zeke did? Tony is not going to last that long doing that. (laughs) And so, I I would like to see Tony here next year, and I'd like to see Rico Doddle here, and just change it up a little bit. Slim chance on one of those. Yeah. I just feel that way. Why why you say that? I mean, Tony, Tony, I'm telling you, I love you, man. Take your four. Take your four mil, with, mm-hmm. and that's what's incentives. Because that's what it's going to be. Oh, you ain't getting the, $10 million, that's don't for sure. St- <laughs> See, this is what bothers me. And, I, and I'm regressing. Don't – I sat here last year and say, tell Zeke. Y'all heard me say, Zeke, we love you. Here's your three mil, bro. Zeke, yeah. here's your three mil. They didn't even offer him three mil, though. But that's they didn't what even I'm offer saying. him anything. But that's no, what I'm saying. Don't, don't do that. If you got a guy that helps your team win, you give him, hey, man, go three mil. And, and uh, you ain't got to even take it now. I tell you what we're going to do. Go out there, and, and if you get better, leave us. But right now we got you for three mil. And this three mil ain't going nowhere. Don't fool Tony. Ain't nobody giving Tony more than three three point five next year. Nobody. And I ain't putting my hat on it and I ain't betting nothing because there's always an idiot out there. <laughs> so, but, but I'm serious, Jess. I'm serious, Kurt. Tony, here's your three. You'll make 3.5 on average. Here, here you go, Tony. Money's sitting here. Go on out there and let them fool you. You think it was a mistake looking back to franchise him for that 10? I, I don't have a problem with it, but I, I think the mistake was made when you misused him. Mm-hmm. You, this kid should have had never more than 22 touches. And I kept thinking, 
eight of those or nine of those was going to be passes out of the backfield or some type of draw play or some type of outside zone. They ran this kid. Let me tell you how bad it is, what really turned me off. We said that the Eagles was only giving up 65 yards rushing. Our first two plays of the game was where? Turn around and hand it to Tony right up the middle. <laughs> I'm saying, this, this ain't right. Coach McCarthy, I love him. Freaky Mike, as he's named him. I, but I'm like, Coach, what? No, you didn't. I know you watched the film. <laughs> but we know what Tony can do out here. We know what he can do catching the ball. Don't, don't miss you. They're misusing him. Yeah. And that, that's just my belief, Jess. I think for me, defensively, uh, I'm going to go def- on the defensive side. This team played a ton of man coverage. And I, I just feel like this is a moment in time to work some zone. Get some zone mm-hmm. working in because I look at, do I think De'Ron Blank can stay, stand up man-to-man with some of the best in the league? Sure. Down for down, he'll give up some. I know for sure that Stephon Gilmore can't not run. I just yeah. – you see it, man. He can't. If you got eyes, you can see it. He can't. And so when we keep talking about, yeah, okay, these games, it don't matter because there's never a threat. There's never a, there's never a big enough threat that's going to be put in front of you that's going to say, oh, boy, we have to score every single time we get the ball now because they will. You don't have that with this team. If Carolina scores 10 points, that's probably nine points too many. Right? <laughs> it really is. Really? It, it really, it really, really, really He's is. He's speaking truth. <laughs> But it's when you – because we're, we're, we're talking about the same thing. We're talking about I, – I, you say C- Seattle and then right. Philly. I, I think Washington will be more of a formidable um, opponent when we see them. I just think right. – I like what Airbnb B- is doing with that offense, and they're going to get up to play the Cowboys. But when you go and play Seattle <laughs> and you have to go and play um, Philadelphia again, you got to go and play Miami again. And if somehow, some way, Buffalo figures it out, you got to go and play Buffalo with those wide receivers In up the there. cold. In the cold, um, you're going to have to be able to mix this thing up a little bit. You can't play man-to-man. You know, we didn't get killed by A.J. Brown uh, last game, you know, uh, but this, this is another guy who I don't want to have to deal man-to-man. I don't want to have to deal with Devontae Smith man-to-man. I think maybe we, we can you know, use these opportunities to work some more zone schemes, work some more of our, uh, our, our pressure looks, uh, you know, work on, work on some of those things. Work on some of those things that you can now get on film as a coach because I, I do believe when coaches see it on film, it makes them feel better about calling it or not calling it because we've seen it in, the, in a live situation that wasn't scripted on the practice field that this was what we saw was what was a realistic look, a realistic reaction to our action. And so I think I think Dan Quinn can kind of work some of those things, maybe even work some of those other guys who may not even be getting a lot of reps in because you may need them. This is a weird Weird game, and as you get down the stretch, it, the last thing you want is a guy to have to come in against, you know, Detroit the last game of the season or the first playoff game, and he ain't sniffed the field all year. I know why he didn't sniff the field all year, but in these moments, in these blowout moments, start working some of those things in there when you're up 14, 21, 28 points in the game. That'll, that'll give you an opportunity to have um, – you know, something on film that you can work off and say, okay, he can do this, he can do that, we can do this, we can do that. And that may be, you know, that may be necessary at some point in time. 
during the season. Yeah. So that was computer. Calling? That was a computer. Okay. That was a computer calling. <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> this guy, uh, it's just dangerous sitting next to this guy, man. What, I what love you, though, dog. Man? What are you I doing, you, man? Dog. What are I love you doing, man? man I, lo- I love what it, man. Doing? I love it. I love it. You allow me to be. You allow. You allow me to have fun. I promise you. I promise you. But hey. yeah, um, I mean, any anything else that 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 that, that we can add to this? Want to talk about to this? I mean, this this is well. I, you talked about um, getting right, you know, fixing these things, and you you mentioned real quickly the pressure in there. I, I was kind of surprised that the Cowboys are what they're twentieth in pressures and fourteenth or something in sacks, and we talk about this being such a, a great front line, great rushing front line. Is, is that good enough for where this defense wants to be? I mean, you take oh, away no, no, you no. take away the two Giants games, twenty six of their. I mean, 12 of their 26 sacks were against the Giants. Everybody else, it's 14, you know. Yeah. I would like to believe that everything is a build-up. And we're in the meat of the schedule now. We don't got – you're in the meat of the schedule, whether whether the teams you're playing are good or not. You're in, the, you're in that grind part of the thing. And what that'll go to about game 14, Jess, and then you start figuring out who's going to be where the next two or three weeks. So now you're in the grind. Uh Coaches are saying, what can we do better? Not so much to get their stats up. Players are probably doing that. But coaches are saying, what can we tweak here, tweak there to get this team better, to sew up this right here? So, you know, because a lot of times if pe- if teams have a uh, idea that you are a threat at something, they'll kind of stay away from it. That don't mean that they won't challenge you here and there to see if you for real, but they'll kind of stay away from it. The Cowboys have been fortunate to be able to – not give up so many yards rushing. So now the threat, a lot of teams, a lot of quarterbacks get nervous because they're like, uh-oh, we can't run the ball. Mm-hmm. And so they see Michael Parsons flash on them or they see Sam Williams flash on you. They ain't necessarily got to get there. It gives them a bad reaction. Yeah. And that's what I'm fearing for this guy, Bryce Young. He going to get a bad reaction. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I hope he don't break out. What you think he'll break out? If, right? he, if he break out, he going to break out in hives. He going to break out in the sack hives because they're going to be out there right there, man. Yeah. All right, that's it for us. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Shannon will be back tomorrow, but if not, God willing, I'll be here. Yeah. You'll be here. We appreciate hope you. So. Kurt, you'll be here. Chris, right. you'll be here. God willing. And all of you. The lady with the green with hair, Jazz. Jazz. Be here. So shout out to Chris for keeping us on there. Jazz. Um, who else is back there? Josh. Josh. Bro Josh, Will. Bro Will, yeah. Willie. 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 Who else we got? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, just thank you all. We appreciate you all, man. Have a blessed day. We'll see you. Mananya. Mananya. Tomorrow. Okay, Lord. This is hanging. <laughs> was Monday. This is, this we ain't gonna be back to Monday. When you said Monday, y'all like Monday. What? This is hanging with the boys. We out. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!